Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. As believers in Christ, there's one thing that makes our journey challenging, and that is that we have plans. But oftentimes, our plans don't line up with God's plan for our life. So in this episode, as I encourage myself, I want to encourage you also to trust God's plan for your life because his will is what's best for us. Please enjoy this episode. Making plans is what responsible people do. However, as believers in Christ, we must make sure our plans line up with God's plan for our lives. Until we cast away our will and walk in God's plan and will for our life, there will be a constant frustration and discomfort because we're wanting and working toward one thing, but God is working in a totally different thing in a different direction. And so our plans have to be put aside because in everything we do, we got to consider God and consider what he's doing at that moment. So we have to pray. We have to seek the Lord. We have to dive our flesh and dive our understanding and begin to say, God, what do you want to do? How you want to do it? And whatever you say, I'm going to rest. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to totally rely that your will is what's best for me. Now, we're going to look at a familiar text in Jeremiah 29. Now, most people know the scripture in Jeremiah 29 and 11, where he's where um, Jeremiah says, quoting the Lord, For I know the thoughts I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. However, I'm going to give a background in this text because Jeremiah was talking to people that had been exiled and they were going to be there for 70 years. So in this text, Jeremiah was telling them to be comfortable, get comfortable. All right, settle yourself, have children, build houses, make gardens because you're going to be here for a while, but God has an end for you. So let's take a look at Jeremiah 29, we're going to read from verse 4 to verse 12. It's a lot of verses, but it gives you a background history of the text. All right. Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Build ye houses, dwell in them, and plant gardens, eat the fruit of them, take wives, and beget sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city whether I have caused you to be carried away captives. And pray unto the Lord for it. For in peace therefore shall ye have peace. For thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you neither hearken to your dreams which ye have caused to be dreams for they prophesy falsely unto you in my name and I have not sent them said the Lord for thus said the Lord that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon I will visit you and perform my good good word toward you in causing you to return to this place for I know the thoughts that I think toward you saith the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me 
and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Looking at that text, you know, we see that Jeremiah was letting the people know, you're going to be here 70 years. This is not what you thought it would be. These are not the plans you thought you were going to have. But you're going to be here for a while because God is working on something. But while you are here, you're going to have to trust God. You're going to have to pray for peace. You're going to have to get comfortable. Don't be at, you know, don't be looking for a way out of these plans. Don't be looking for a way out of this situation because God is doing something and he's got a plan for you. And he said, be careful. He was telling, look, there are people prophesying you falsely. They're just saying they're dreaming things that are not true because you're going to be here for a while. But in this place, I will give you peace. And so in the midst of God's plan for you, there is peace. Now, it's discomfort, uncomfortable because this is just not what I thought it was going to be. Lord, I didn't see my life this way. Lord, I didn't see things working out this way. Lord, I didn't know I was going to experience this and experience that and go through this and go through that. Lord, I didn't know that. And this is not what I wanted for my life. That is the cry of many believers. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I thought it would be, God. You want me to be comfortable in this, this in this place? You want to be comfort in this hurt? You want to be comfortable, comfortable where I am and I had other plans and other people are prospering and other people, things are going for them, but you're telling me to stay here? You're telling me to let it go and just trust you? You're telling me to rest here in this place of captivity, in this place of discomfort, in this place where I'm reminded of hurt and pain, rest here? And God is saying yes. Because I know my plans toward you. I know what I'm thinking toward you. I have peace thoughts for you. I'm not thinking evil. And I'm going to give you an expected end. I think NIV says a hope and a future. And so God is letting us know. I know this thing may be comfortable, uncomfortable. And this is not what you had in your life in this moment. But if you trust me, if you trust me, call upon me and pray unto me, I will hearken, I will listen to you, and he's going to visit us. But we got to settle ourselves and rest that God's will is what's best for me. I think one songwriter said, I will cry to you, tell me, let it go, let it be, for your will is what's best for me. And that's what we got to begin to say, Lord, your will is what's best for me. Whatever you've promised according to the scriptures, whatever you've promised according to the word, whatever word of knowledge and word of encouragement and word of prophecy that I got from you is going to come to pass. But I got to trust you. See, oftentimes we get these words from the Lord. We have these plans and we begin to run and we think it's going to happen this way. But God has a different way of bringing us to where he wants us to be. Because he that begun a good work in us shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He said that he is not a man that he shall lie, or the son of man that he should repent. If he said that he would do it and he spoke it, he shall make it good. He didn't say how it was going to be. He didn't always say it was going to be smooth sailing. He didn't always say it was going to be what you want. But his plans is going to be, be an expected end. 
a wonderful end. If you understand, if you read the text further, you will see that he talks about how they will be blessed and how things will go forth for them when they come back into the promised land in chapter 30. When you read in chapter 30, he talks about the return to the promised land and all they will have. But until that time, he was telling them to get comfortable. And so I'm encouraging you, look, until God brings you to where he wants to bring you, begin to trust him. Begin to pray. Begin to sell yourselves. Die to your flesh. Die to your will. I got to die to my thoughts. I got to die to these plans that I have that were so extravagant and understand that God's got a way and his way is mighty sweet. If I'm really lined up with God and my life is in, in, in trusting God and I'm and I'm believing and, and praying and, and settling myself in his will, we'll see God unfold things in our life and it will be unexplainable because his ways are just not our ways. But when we find peace in him, when we don't worry about the outcome, when we just trust God and have faith that no matter what I'm facing, no matter what I see, no matter the circumstances, I'm going to trust God that his plan is best for me. He is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for my name's sake. So if I totally rely on God as my shepherd, that his directions that he has me going is the best direction, I can have peace because his plans are better than mine. If we all had our way, there was so, if I had my way personally, there would be so many people I wouldn't have met. There would have been so many experiences I would not have had. There would be, I would be so immature in many areas of my life because I didn't have the challenges and the hurts and the pains and discomfort and the growing pains of life to make me mature, to make me grow, to make me be better. And these things make me better day by day. For James says, trial, James says, the trial of our faith work of patience. And let patience have its perfect work. It will be complete and trial wanting nothing. Uh, Romans 5 says that um, trials work of patience, patience experience, experience hope, and hope make it not ashamed. So these things that we go through, this discomfort, this God's forming us into his will and his plan, may be discomfortable, but it matures us. It makes us better. So we have to trust God's plan for our life. God's plan don't mean everything's going to be easy, but God's plans also don't mean everything's going to be hard. And see, oftentimes for myself, I had a time, hard time trusting God's plan because I'm thinking if, if it's God's plan, it's going to make something hard for me. He's going to make me have to go through something terrible. I'm going to have to suffer a whole bunch of stuff. But that's not how it works. God is a just God. God is not unrighteous. God is loving. He's kind. He's merciful. And he's really, he blesses us beyond measure with so many things we don't deserve. And so when I learn to trust him, I can have peace. I can have rest because I know God's plan is what's best for me. So I want to encourage you again today. Trust God's plan. Man, I know it ain't what you wanted. I know it ain't what you thought it would be. I know it don't even feel fair. All the praying, all the fasting, all the righteous living you did. You know, all the, how good you were to people. How much love you showed to people. How much mercy you showed to people. And you find yourself in a situation. Don't stop loving. Don't stop being merciful. Don't stop being gracious. Don't throw away your faith. God's plan is working out in your life. If you trust him, if you give him time, if you just rest in his promises, his plans is going to bring you to an expected end because he has thoughts of peace, 
not of evil, to bring you hope and an expected end. Thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope I said something today to encourage you to trust God for he loves you. He has a plan for your life. And if you just trust him, on the other side of this, there's joy. On the other side of this, there's peace. Once you realize that God don't make any mistakes and everything he's doing, he's working for your good. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And thanks again for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. And you also can visit us on my website, loveneverfails.run. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.